It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Welcome to Doing Time with JP, your new favorite music podcast presented by Guide Times. On this show, I like to focus on the craft and behind the scenes aspect of music production. And for almost a year now, having to produce the other 15 series on this network has made me put this show on the back burner. If for no other reason, then I didn't have a shtick to last a full season. I'm stoked to say today that now I do. One of my projects for 2023 is to write and record a new single every week, partially to help hone in on the craft of songwriting and producing, but mostly to build up my catalog to pitch for a publishing deal in 2024. A single is a type of music release that in most cases is a song that is released separately from an album in an effort to promote the album it originates on or promote an artist. A songwriter's catalog is a collection of these potential singles written by songwriters for other artists to cut with their group or team of producers to release under their name. As of recording this episode, I am on week three of my one single per week challenge. I'm going to play you this week's song and then talk a little bit about it. So without further ado, here is week three's track, Wanted Your Heart. Just a heads up, if you don't like pop country, this is probably not the song for you. Text that I'll be there at 6.30 Now it's 7 and I'm getting bored It's not like there's any kind of hurry But I reckon that it takes more of me To get myself all dolled up Waiting on a boy who doesn't care It's not that I have to have in my way It's just I don't need flowers, pearls or diamonds Or wine older than I am Cause the bottom shelf has bottles And they're always the same shape The roses leave their petals on my carpet Could have settled for a six-pack And some tic-tacs from the quick stop down the way Boy, you're spending all your time at work To make the money that you throw night at dinner so i had to be my own date endless mimosas aren't as much fun when you're the only one awake i ordered drinks i've never seen before just to see what you would say you didn't even crack a smile so hey boy you're spending all your time at work to make the money that you Yeah. 
or diamonds or wine older than I am Cause the bottom shelf has bottles and they're always the same shape A show we've seen a hundred thousand times At least it's something not for nothing But the one thing that I want, it's not for sale Boy, you're spending all your time at work to make the money that you throw away on things that never mattered at all. I'd rather have a little less and spend some of that time with you. Cause lately I've been dating just a plastic debit card. Boy, you're spending all your time at work to make the money that you throw I've always felt like it's important to be able to do everything yourself so that, A, you don't have to rely on other people, but B, uh, so you don't have to pay other people to do your shit for you, right? It is a competitive market, and the more you can do, maybe the more you can get paid for yourself, or at least the less you have to spend on overhead to pursue what you're doing. So uh, very early on, I, you know, I started playing drums, and I got into guitar, then I started doing music production, and eventually I, I got to the point where I could do all of this myself, right? So that song you just heard was written in one day. The music uh, was tracked over the course of two or three days. And these aren't full-day sessions. These are just a couple hours here and there when I have time. And uh, then I sent it off to the singer. Um, I don't know if she'll want her name out there, so I won't say it. But I sent it off to the singer to track the vocals on it. Something I learned pretty quick in this three-week process is I want to write uh, for Nashville, right? Uh, the publishing industry is very big in Nashville. Writing songs for country artists is very big, and I fucking love country music. But I don't have twang. I'm from the North, and I can sing, but I sing more pop punk stuff. If you heard any of the other episodes of Doing Time with JP, you know, uh, very Blink-182 forward style of singing. So... I uh, I was tracking, you know, the first two weeks of this one song a week challenge, and I, I was tracking these good songs, but the vocals were, like, fucking cringy. And I, I sent it to Fultz of uh, Yo Future Me, another show on Guy Times, and I was like, dude, these songs are great, but I am embarrassed to have my voice on it because I just can't sing like that. And so I started doing some research. I looked around, finding people that would track their own vocals on your demos for you, so that you could then shop out the song. And I found a guy, which uh, you'll probably hear from in a future episode. And I thought, you know, that was cool. So I sent him one of the songs. And then I also found a girl and I'm like, shit, uh, I don't have any songs ready yet that is that are appropriate for a girl to sing. So what if, just to test her out, see if it would work, what if I wrote one today designed specifically for a girl? So I was sitting here. With my guitar, I just got myself a new Gretsch Jim Dandy. It's a cool little three-quarter parlor guitar. And uh, I was just, you know, strumming along. I have this thing open-tuned. And one of the things about writing songs for radio is you want them to be very digestible. So, like, easy scales, uh, like... <laughs> 
if you have that, uh, anyone can follow that with their brain, right? So a lot of the Lake Six songs I did last year, the pop punk stuff, you'll find a lot of walking chord progressions like that. Uh, so I was just messing around. I'm like, I don't know what to do for this song yet. And I was just going. I was like, shit, okay, that could be something. And because it's a progression that I'm familiar with, like one of the things that I've been doing is I've been trying to write songs the way I would write pop punk because I feel like I've got that down and then just try to find a way to countrify it, be it the instrumentation, the lyrical choice. The lyrical, the style of writing lyrics in country is a lot different than the style of writing lyrics in pop punk. So I figured if I could do the instrumentation kind of like what I would do for pop punk, then it it just gets me another step closer to the goal of getting a song out per week. But also it gives me my own unique sound. So like you've got the chuggy verses. And then also you got the pretty Blink-182 guitar stuff like... Just in the side. And I don't know. I like that sound. And you add a little bit of fucking twang to it. You add like a banjo or like a lap steel or some shit. And then it sounds like country. And I was like, okay, so I'll start with country. It'll be like country adjacent verse. And then I'll go right into the punk rock for the pre-chorus. So there's that like distorted guitar. And then I was like, okay, cool. But that's pretty pop punk. And then as it, you know, goes into that drum beat, when it goes back to this in the pre-chorus, and the drums are moving around on the tom, it's building up to seemingly a pretty big payoff. So I was like, okay, this is a pretty punk rock payoff. How am I supposed to hit the chorus in a way that brings this back to country? And I started thinking about Shania Twain. And it's like her songs were really like 90s rock, maybe even a little bit 80s rock uh, buildups. And then they would just go right into fucking something you could square dance to. So I was like, okay, that's what I'll do. I'll build it up and I'll pay it off with it like a fucking square dance or line dance song or a chorus at least. And uh, that's what I did. But I made sure to keep the progression, the chord progression, something that I would still do in pop punk. So it went. That's so palatable, so easy to listen to. And it just gets you all the way through it. While it's obviously super important not to rip anyone off, it's also really important to like take influence from the things that you see around you that you like as an own, as your own stylistic choice, but also that you see are working and that you could like dissect to see why they're working. So I was thinking about, uh, I think their song's called Royals by Lord, and um, the lyrics are listing all these things uh, like the, the lead ins like everybody's like, and then they say a bunch of shit that you would hear in a pop song. And then the gimmick is like, we don't like all that shit. Like we don't like diamonds and tripping in the bathroom and shit. And I was like, okay, that's a really cool way to make your catchy chorus still have all the same shit that people are used to hearing all the same, uh, imagery while, you know, deviating a little bit by saying at the end that you're not into that shit. Right. So I was like, okay, how can I implement that? or that particular type of concept in a way that works with this song. So there's the the pre-chorus, which is telling all the things that she doesn't need, like flowers, pearls, or diamonds. 
And then it's like, okay, sweet. Now there's the imagery of flowers, pearls, and diamonds. So anyone that's just giving a cursory listen now can like pick out that very easy palatable collection of words and have imagery in their brain. But it informs the rest of the song because she's saying that she doesn't want that shit. One of the things that really interests me is the prospect of blending a couple genres together in a way that is new, still palatable, uh, accessible, but is fresh. Like I was listening to the Guardians of the Galaxy soundtrack a month or two ago, and I was sitting in my car, and I was a little stoned, and I heard the song by the Raspberries go all the way. And it starts off with this like very 70s rock riff. It gets pretty heavy. The second riff is heavy. And then it just goes straight into fucking doo-wop. And I'm like, damn, I don't know that I would have noticed that they are blending two styles if I was just casually listening to this. But, you know, you get stoned and you pay a little more attention. But I knew that I liked it. I knew that it spoke to me on a dynamic level. And then listening to it closer, I realized that it was two completely separate genres. But it was interesting because it wasn't just blending two genres. It was doing both of them perfectly. It was as if either part could stand alone on a track by itself in its respective genre. And I thought that was a really cool concept. So I really dig the possibility of um, essentially creating a country character at least to help build my songwriting portfolio, creating a country character of a girl who is like the kind of punk rock country chick. Cause you know, Jason Aldean did that in country, bringing kind of more rock styles into it. Of course, Joe Diffie before him, but for more contemporary music, Jason Aldean did that brought a new sound. And I don't know. I think that is, it's a potentially very palatable mix because pop punk, not punk, but pop punk specifically is just pop music with heavy guitars, right? All the instrumentation is comparable. The production is certainly always top-notch. Everything's quantized. Everything's tuned. Everything's perfect. And that's the way that I write and record and produce anyways. So I don't know. I'm really stoked at the prospect of mixing these, these genres. And hopefully, if you dig this, you'll listen next time to whatever the next song is. And uh, we'll take it from there. I can't imagine I'll be releasing these podcasts once a week along with the songs. But... um. I will release them every time I have a cool demo that I want to show you. So I can think of at least two more that are going to be coming down the pipeline real real soon. And uh, thanks for joining me on my journey to write a new single every week. And I hope you dig it. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.